You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Broadway, Broadway, in all of its glory, we all have a memory, we all have a story. Was there an understudy? Where did the show stop? Did you see Barbara before she shot to the top? Join us as we revel in a reverie, it's my Broadway memory. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Yay! Hello. Well, we got a TV show, I guess. <laughs> we got it. Here we are live. So exciting. Hi, Brian. Hi, Michael. How are you? I'm doing well. And hi to everyone. Welcome to my Broadway memory. Yeah, we're so excited to have everybody. And um, I hope everybody has a lot of fun with us. Yeah, me too. This is very. This is all very surreal because how did this start? How did this start? I just wanted to like make people happy and post videos on Instagram and Facebook. And I was just like, let's go through my Playbill collection and I'm going to tell stories about it. And then you, Brian. Yeah, I saw that video. And I, as a um, fellow Playbill lover, theater lover, Broadway lover, I saw that video and was just geeking out over the, the idea of, you know, the randomness and spontaneity of taking out, you know, a binder or a collection of Playbills, flipping through it, landing on a random playbill and speaking about that memory and everything about going to see that show, what the show was like, who you were with. Um, each playbill is like a time capsule, right? Yeah. There's so much I, history inside of it. Yeah. And I love the idea of it being a game. Like you do n never know what you're going to get. And it was so funny. It's like the ones that I landed on, like the legally blonde one, it was like, I've worked with so many of the people that have signed my playbill. Like they were my, like have become my clients or I'm collaborating with them on, on, on uh, web series or like whatever. So it's just like, so funny. So full to, circle. It's so full circle. It's not, yeah, it's beshert. It's it's a Yiddish word for meant to be. And that's exactly what um, the Broadway community represents. It's beshert. It's meant to be. I have so many amazing, amazing stories, as I know you do. And I know our guests do as well. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's just a very, it was just very exciting. And in this crazy time of, of quarantine and COVID, it's like, Anything we can do to put a smile on people's face and nostalgia, I think, is one of the best ways to yeah. think about happier times. Exactly. You know, exactly. And I know that, you know, I will be in a theater right when Broadway opens. I will be right. At, I will buy a ticket to a, a show right when the theater opens. I'm not afraid. I New York is my home. The theater is my home. I will be right there um, ready to uh Watch Make more Broadway, Broadway memories. A hundred percent. And right. that's another thing is that we will be able to go. I was there when Broadway came back. Yeah. You know, I said, wouldn't it be I so did. cool to go to a show the first night that Broadway comes back? Yeah, it would be really, 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 really exciting. Um, and I kind of really, I really want to go see come from away because, um, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a, a lot of, it's part of their 
that story almost. Yeah, it's a show about survival and celebration. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's very exciting. I think Mary, Mary Dina said yes, me too, in regards to being at a Broadway, in a Broadway house, right? Uh, um, yeah. Which my is, co-host uh, from Page to Stage. Hello, hi. Mary. Hi, Mary. Um, so anyway, l- let's, let's jump into it. Um, yes. So, Brian, do you want to be the first person to introduce our first segment? Okay, so our first segment is we're going to bring on guest Laura Haywood, uh, otherwise known as Broadway Girl NYC, for the first segment called Good News. Hello, Laura. Laura. I love the theme song. Isn't that fun? Yeah. And I'm, I'm honored to be your premier good news guest. Yes. Well, thank you so much yes. for coming on. We can't wait to hear all about your good news. Yeah. Can you explain to us start? a little bit? Yeah. Can you explain to us about um, how you celebrated your birthday this year? Yes. Yeah, so my birthday was Tuesday, April 28th, which was also supposed to be the day of the Tony nominations. It was also supposed to be the New York primary. So it was like uh, all teed up to be the most on-brand Laura Haywood birthday ever. Um, But for the purposes of of our collective community, uh, the Tony nominations was like the big uh, Mm -hmm. expectation for that date. And, um, you know, everything has obviously changed a lot over the last few months. And and my uh, sort of sadness about not getting to get together with my friends for my birthday was really compounded by the fact that this big void was going to be uh, existing in the Broadway community. And I could not stop thinking about all of the artists, uh, designers, directors, actors, et cetera, who should have been getting this really incredible honor of a Tony nomination bestowed upon mm-hmm. them this week. So um, because good news and positivity and joy and enthusiasm kind of my go-to um, identity to spread those things. Uh, I uh, I had the idea that maybe uh, I could couch my birthday wish as uh, a challenge to the people of the internet to share stories about how theater had changed their lives and that maybe April 28th could end up being a celebration of theater after all, even if it wasn't done in such a formal um, streamlined way. Um, I think that awards are often seen as the only way to celebrate our artists, but uh, they don't necessarily do the best job of being inclusive. And I wanted to just spread love to the entire industry and everybody who makes it. Wow, that's great. Did you, um, what was the response like? Um, you know, I, of course, had dreams that maybe it would go viral and it would trend and that it would end up on Ellen or something. But uh, that I very, very quickly, even as I daydreamed about that, um, had to put it to the side and realize that even if my video was the only one that ever got made, it still meant more love out in the world than there was before. And I think I got between 20 and 30 videos and they were all really that's amazing. Yeah, it was, and they were they were beautiful. There was within five minutes of me posting this challenge, um, somebody uh, said that she, I want, I think her name is Jordan, and she said she put down everything she was doing and made her video immediately because uh-huh. 
she felt like not only had her life been changed in a personal way by seeing Wicked, so call back to the song, yeah. um, but that it changed her whole career trajectory and now she was working in a professional theater. Um, and she name checked uh, Megan Hilty and Eden Espinoza and, um, and I then tagged them in my tweet response to her. So hopefully they were able to see it. And I got messages from parents who, uh, you know, who felt like they'd finally gotten to understand their kids because wow. um, I heard from several members of the Broadway podcast network family about how they had come to uh, find Broadway. And it actually is sort of similar to my Broadway memory because a lot of the stories were about people's very first experience feeling like it. they belong somewhere. And that's why we reached out to you is because it was like that was happening right at, right when we were planning this and 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 Brian and I were like how this would be amazing because I talk about community all the time and how much that being a part of Broadway doesn't necessarily mean you're on Broadway and I tell this to work to students that I teach workshops to all the time it's about community Broadway is about community and the show doesn't uh, happen without the audience Right. And theater without an audience is a rehearsal. I say it exactly. All the time. And and exactly. the industry does best when the people who make the show treat audience members as collaborators instead of as customers. Especially right. like you hear you hear comedic actors all the time talk about how they have to work with the audience. You know, it's that sort of relationship is so present in the theater. You can't do it without them. Exactly. So uh, we were going to talk about this at the end, but um. I think we can incorporate it with your challenge too. We were going to talk about the My Broadway Memory Challenge where people can go ahead and post videos of their Broadway memory by doing what we're going to be doing in um, the later portion of this episode. But I think they could tag both of us and use both of our hashtags in yeah. posts. Yeah. Um, because, you know, even though even though April 28th has passed, that doesn't matter. We can still use both hashtags and combine forces and... and hopefully go viral, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I all, I, all I ask is that if you get invited on Ellen, that I get to come. Hey. 100%. <laughs> um, I love that. So, so yeah, we're, we're, Michael, do you want to talk about encouraging people to do what we're going to be doing in yeah, in, uh, so future? we're gonna we're gonna be doing a uh, a challenge called hashtag My Broadway Memory, and basically what we want everyone to do is to do what we're gonna do tonight. Let's pick a playbill at random from your collection have fun with it, like be creative and more creative than I was. Cause I was just like, here's my book, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I think I even landed on a playbill that I was like, no, no not that one. That one. <laughs> so be more creative no than cheating. I was. No cheating. Yeah, no, no cheating. And um, I think just because it landed next to one that had a really great story and I, you know, maybe in episode 15, I, I won't be that, you know, we'll make but, um, but yeah, yeah, I'm full of them. So I, uh, you know, we, we want you to do the same thing that we're doing tonight. Take a playbill, uh, talk about your memory associated with that. And that means like um, how you got your tickets. Were you surprised? Did you travel into New York for it? Did you go with family or friends? Did you go by yourself? Did you meet anyone from the show? How did it inspire you? And when you post that video, make sure you post it with the hashtag, my Broadway memory and tag us. It's very funny that you say pick a playbill at random because if you you look over my shoulder, you can see there's like four giant bins, each of which have amazing. playbills in them. Um, and that's just the beginning of what I have around my house. So if, if I had to pick one at random, I don't even know where I would start. 
Actually, you mentioned to me a little earlier that you had some other good news that you'd like to share. So before yeah, yeah. before we um, wrap up the segment. So I um, the playbills that you see behind me are actually not the ones. I have a separate, um, it's like a storage unit for the, sh the playbills from the shows that I've seen. But I have collected playbills because as one of you mentioned at the beginning, they, they feel like they hold this energy. They feel really yes. magical to me because yeah. they were in the room when that live performance happened. And I cannot stand to let anyone throw them away ever. So if I hear that somebody has too many, they're taking up space and they're ready to, to like pulp them, I'm like, nope, I'll take them. And wow. we'll just spend, I sort of feel like, they're very organized now, but for a long time, it was like a Scrooge McDuck with his money situation where I could fill a bathtub and go swimming in the playbills. Um, and uh, and I've spent a lot of time just pouring over them, reading, like finding the understudy slips and being like, oh my gosh, like I had a wicked playbill that had a, um, a Tay Diggs understudy slip from the first time he went on as Fierro. And I was like, Wah. wow, um, that's cool. Um, but I decided because um, I make about, half of my money for the year in the six six weeks between the Tony nominations and the awards through work tied to the awards. Um, I was feeling really anxious about how I was going to make ends meet. Um, right. Not just for the six weeks, but for the rest of the year when I count mm -hmm. on the income I saved up during um, May and June. So um, I did a lot of soul searching and I decided that it was time for me to let some of these playbills go. Um, not the ones from shows that I've seen, but some of the ones that were collectible. And yeah. uh, and so I've been I've been uh, putting them up for a modest price on eBay and then letting the market determine what they're worth. But the, the good news that I wanted to share with you is that I continue to hear from people who uh, are in really uh, dire financial straits themselves. They they wish they could help the actors fund. They wish they could fund yeah. um, meals for hospital workers, but their own financial situations don't allow them to do so, but they do want to help. And they have started sending me their playbill collection so I don't have to get rid of my own. Um, so the, ma the vast majority of the playbills that are now in my eBay store, which is called Broadway Girl NYC, um, are ones that have been donated by people who follow me on social media. And I wow. every time a box arrives. So, yeah, it's just the amount of kindness and generosity I have seen in this pandemic. It's it's almost enough. Selfless. To, it's yeah, it's almost enough to 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 make me feel like you know, the world may not end after all because wow. there's so much love in the world. Isn't that amazing? Social media can be really awful sometimes, but in these situations, it's like, it's really helpful. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, especially when people, you know, really flex those those joy muscles. And yeah. I think it's something that can be practiced. I also want to say that um, a portion of every sale I've ever made on the internet uh, always goes to charity. So That's um, amazing. I'm trying to make sure that I can spread spread the you know, spread the wealth around, although wealth is probably the wrong word to choose. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, artistic wealth and and wealth of the heart. Yeah, I guess. And, you know, like if somebody gives me $10 for, you know, an Anastasia playbill, um, you know, I make sure that I give a few of those dollars um, over to the Actors Fund or to Story Pirates, the nonprofit theater company I'm on the board of. Um, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot of good causes. And I want to make sure that I'm not just pocketing all yeah. of you know, all of that money. Right. Yeah, well, that's amazing. Thanks Thank you so much for joining us and kicking yeah. us off.
Oh my gosh, thanks. Yeah. It, it, again, like what I was saying before, it's beshared. It's, you know, it's meant to be that you had your birthday and we're celebrating it in that way. And we were like, let's do a good news segment and let's have Laura kick it off. So thank you so much for being a part of our first episode. That's really awesome. I'm really proud of you both for doing this. And thank you. Uh, thank you. if there's ever anything I can do to help or be part of it again. Thank, thank you. you so yeah, much. you will be a part of it again. Are you kidding Yay. me? Yeah. Thanks, Laura. Thank All right. So Laura's going to exit. And we're Michael, if you could introduce our exit. Oh, my God. Okay. So let me take a second. I'm so excited that these two guests agreed to do this because uh, I'm their biggest fans. And I'm not, and I'm also thrilled that I consider them, you know, cohorts. Uh, I I had um, I had so let's just say um, our first two guests are Joan Marcus and Brittany Johnson. And I've had Joan's photos on my wall, and I'm sure a lot of the people listening and watching to this have as well. Joan's photo. She is a legendary Tony winning photographer of the Broadway stage, national tours, and regional houses. Um, chances are, if you think of a an iconic photo from a show, Joan Marcus took that photo. Um, and I I first reached out to her at Broadway for uh, a Broadway con panel um, to speak on, to speak at Broadway con and she agreed and we had a great time. And Brittany Johnson, um, is a friend of my boyfriend Remy's and we met through him and uh, I've been following her career ever since we met. And um, then she booked uh, the um, understudy to Glinda. And if she were to go on, she would be making history as the first black Glinda in history. And we coordinated that and I got to photograph her going on for the first time. And I had to sleep with my phone on silent for three nights because it went so viral. And most importantly, it inspired people of all ages, genders, races. Which is exactly what that show is about. Which is exactly what that show is about. And it was such an exhilarating moment. And I'm so glad that Brittany was able to welcome me into that. Um, Two icons. I'm so excited to welcome Joan Marcus and Brittany Johnson. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi everybody. You made me I hope you're happy with those that. intros. Oh, good. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. The two of you are icons. I mean, yeah. Joan, I've had your, we've, Brian and I have had your photos on our walls since we were little. And Brittany, <laughs> you've changed the lot. You changed the, the pot, what people can do, what, what people thought they could do, and now what they can do. It's, absolutely brilliant you two are icons and legends so thank you for being here today thank, thank you thank you Michael. thank you <laughs> <Hi>. of course <laughs> so how, how's your how are your days guys how are you doing where are you guys quarantining let's start off with that um well i am at my mom's house in maryland and i'm sorry mm -hmm. you're hearing my cat right now because she just woke up and she likes to talk when she wakes up so i'm sorry <laughs> she'll stop soon um <laughs> but I, love yeah, that. That's I am i'm in maryland just quarantining with here's my she, she heard memory. No. She did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, she definitely she definitely Grisabella. What'd you say? John? <laughs> oh, I'm upstate New York. That's nice. Awesome. Right. Oh God. I can't wait to get a house yeah. in a suite to upstate New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier, I think. <laughs> Probably <laughs> easier being here. 
But I love it. Horrible. I mean, it's, it's been horrible everywhere, right? Really yeah, it's bad in Maryland. It's pretty bad. Thankfully, yeah. I'm in the suburbs, so I'm kind of separated from all of it. I can yeah. go out for walks and walk through the neighborhood, and it's not so in my face, you know, as it would be if I was still in the city. So I'm I'm grateful. Yeah, me too. As long as you're staying safe, that's all that matters. Absolutely. I am going to kick off our playbill segment by uh, leading with example and taking out my binder. And <laughs> uh, I'm going to close my eyes and pick a random playbill. And I close my that eyes. Okay. Missing Joseph. <laughs> and I do know which binder this is. This is from like the first like 20 shows that I ever saw. Oh my gosh. All right. So it's one of these. Okay. So what is it? Got the Adams family. Wow. And okay, so I do remember this. I was in eighth grade, and I remember that this was um, my parents' um, graduation gift to me for graduating eighth grade. That's <laughs> and, amazing. Um, I do remember going because I grew up right outside of New York City, so uh, in New Jersey, and I remember going in to the city specifically just to get tickets for it. And I have the tickets still. I guess my parents gave me one of theirs. Um, and I remember getting, I do remember going and getting seats. I, let's see, We it, this was on May 27th, uh, 2010. And uh, we sat in the box. Cause I remember my parents were always like, do the uh, obstructed view seats so we get a little bit of a discount, but it's in the, it's still yeah. pretty good. Right. Um, and actually, I remember getting to the show and we were sitting in the box with uh, some cast members from the national tour at the time of Hairspray. And we were talking to them and they were like, oh, do you guys, how did you guys get your tickets? We only paid $40. And we were like, what? We paid uh, $126 a piece. And so this was where I discovered the rush line. Uh -huh. um, so let's open it up and see. We've got, uh, this was the original cast. This was right after it opened. It was at the Lunt Fontaine. Joan, uh, you took the photos for this, right? I took the photos for that. Oh my That's gosh. <laughs> that, kismet. Uh, we had Nathan Lane and BB Newworth. Uh, let's go to the headshots. Carly, Carmelo. I'm, yes. Look at that ad. What this is, is some so, coordination, I have to say. Yeah. So as for headshot um, trends, they I mean, it was only what, 2008? So 2010. 2010, 2010. So yeah, not much um, is, I mean, things have definitely much. changed, but we're not like giving you like that, you know, that pancake makeup in the brushed out, you know, the blown out hair and everything. <laughs> so we're against a lot of the ensemble. Any oh yeah. Recognizable names. I don't know if you can yeah, see Yeah, of course. Screen. I can't really read much of it, but. Right. Um, what was, what was photographing the show like for you? Well, it was great. It, I, I started doing it in Chicago, where it oh. out, and um, it was really hard to photograph. It was really dark. Okay, and what year was that? I mean, I'm trying to. Two thousand. So I guess maybe the out of town was in two thousand nine. Two thousand nine, and cameras like the digital cameras weren't as good then. You know, in the lower ranges, you know, like the. So it was. It was a really tough show to shoot. And then it, it got even like harder, like usually lighting evolves, but it got kind of more contrasty as it came to New York. So it was like, that was a tough show for me mm. to shoot. The photos are beautiful. I mean, what an iconic set. And yeah. It was, it was like, set, 
it was Julian Crouch who, you know, who was just like this like great um, set designer who I love and he had designed Shockheaded Peter, which I don't know if anybody saw it. I I didn't see it, but I'm obsessed with that show. It was like, inc- it was like incredible. It's like, he's kind of like the Adams family. So that was like kind of thrilling that he was like the set designer. So for anyone that doesn't know Shockheaded Peter, um, that show is like, it's like theater of the cruelty. Yeah. I want to say it's like, it's like, um, it's like childhood. It's like child. It's like nightmares come to life in like a, in like a kid's storytelling way. So there's puppetry and every, everything is really gross and disgusting. There's one song called snip snip. And it's about his, um, a child's, uh, a child that sucks his thumbs. And the mother keeps telling him, if you don't, stop sucking your thumbs, someone is going to come and cut them off. And it's done with this puppet with, oh, it's so good. Sounds wild. <laughs> it's like amazing. Yeah. I'm just I'm looking through it. I'm just looking through at the ends. What else was at, uh, playing at the time? Little Night Music, American Idiot, Hair, Mamma Mia, Fences, Fella, Promises, Promises. Yeah. Lots of lots of stuff. Promise like a nice right. time okay. capsule. Yeah, what a what a what a time. Um, and the old so, playbill designs, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Old, old Love. Oh yes. The, um, Brittany, did you ever do um, Adam's Family? No, I didn't. That's Adam's Family. I think from MTI is the most produced musical. Right. Really. Yeah. That's yeah. True? Or, lately, or at least last year it was, or, or the year before. Yeah. 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 I think because there's a lot of a lot of leads. Yeah, and, and male and female. Mm-hmm. Yes, and there's an ensemble, and it's a really, and I'm sure kids love doing it because you know the costumes and the yeah. sets. It's all you know. We it's kooky, and it's kooky, <laughs> and it's wow. so. Um, so Joan, is there um, is there a uh, an all-time favorite photo shoot from your career that you have? Um, not really. I mean, like, <laughs> because like so many of them are good for so many different reasons, you know, like, like, like sometimes like my favorite memories are from shows that maybe aren't very good, but you know, they were like, nice to me or it was visually beautiful you know it was lighting or i had a very good you know because it's like a community thing i mean it's gotten to like it's a community thing and you kind of go in the theater and you are working with people or at least some people that you've worked with for years and years and years and years and that's kind of great i mean there's just this like so like my favorite shoots are ones where that all kind of comes together, you know, where, you know, it's like, I struggle sometimes with like shows that maybe are better shows because like the Adams family was a struggle because it was, it was very difficult to photograph that, you know, like there was a lot of movement, but there was, but the technical aspects of it were really um, kind of challenging, you know, so it, it's 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 like kind of great in a way because it challenges you. But on the other hand, it's um, it can be frustrating and scary and difficult too. So like, so I guess you know like my favorite shoots. Like I just did this thing for Playbill, and and then I you know where they had it was like I 
I guess the pandemic has made me very nostalgic and kind mm-hmm. of it's like memory, you know, it's, that's what we're trying to create, <laughs> you know, create memories, you know, and yeah. you kind of like, and so when they like, didn't have like, um, opening nights, I started kind of going in my files and like thinking, well, on this night, <laughs> these shows opened, you know, with ones that I had. And so, um, so then, you know, I just started getting like, wow, I remember that. And I've been doing it a long time, you know, so it was like, I remember that, you know, oh, wow. So it's like, uh, I've for the most part, there's so many good memories. I mean, for real, like, like in a way for me, like the playbills, like I've seen the show, you know, like, like, I, like, I see so much theater, <laughs> maybe not as much, but I see it before. You know, my special thing is like going to the dress rehearsal, you know, and kind of like the sense of discovery there, which is like really amazing, like Wicked, you know, like when that show was like in its infancy out in San Francisco, like sometimes you just know that it's going to click like Wicked. And sometimes you don't, you know, but Wicked, I was around enough and saw enough rehearsals without like photographing it to know that like that was going to hit and it was going to be a really big hit. So, Joan, I f- sorry, go for it. Okay, go ahead. You go ahead. No, I was I was going to say I, you might disagree with me, but I feel like you would be a really, really, really great performer because the way that you shoot, it feels like you know all. It feels like you are part of the action it feels like you're a part of the story you get these moments of of when someone's breathing or when someone is that kinesthetic uh, response yeah 100 percent. it's amazing it's, it feels like you are part of like you might think that you're just like a part of the, you're seeing the dress rehearsal but i think based on your photos that you're a part of the magic that happens that, that, well you try to create that like you try like like it's hard because like you have so many people involved in a production. Like you have like all the designers who, you know, unfortunately when, you know, I, like I work with all these people who are like at the top, who are like unbelievable. Like sometimes like I have out of body experience because like they're so talented, you know, they're yeah. like, like the designers and the actors, you know, and like, especially the actors who like put themselves out there. Like, you know, me, you know, like I'm like in the dark theater and, usually and don't think anybody knows who I am you know kind of thing and then you know you kind of come in and then you leave and sometimes like people hate you (laughs) what you've done well that's really interesting before before we go through your playbills Joan I wanted to ask Brittany if how it feels on the other side of the camera you know when there is somebody in the audience taking pictures are you aware of that and what is that experience like well, I actually had the great honor of being photographed by you, Joan. Right. This is just a perfect pairing. It was. I love it. I mean, that whole day was special for me just to to get photographed with press shots in, you know, that iconic bubble, you know. Um, I haven't. When was. Oh, for Sunset Boulevard, we had we had a photo session. But that was my that was my only. Um, that was my only photo session for a show because I I've always replaced. So yeah. I haven't I haven't opened up a show yeah. 
to be a part of that kind of photo. Isn't that so special that Wicked had a photo shoot for you? And they do that all they the do, time they, they with the replacements. Yeah. yeah, it was. I'm going to I'm going to cherish those forever. And I love yeah. those photos. So, Joan, Joan. do you want to? Yeah. Do you okay. want to go ahead and pick a playbill for us? OK, so I'm going to pick a weird playbill. OK, OK. <laughs> I could pick, I have all these playbills here, but then I was like thinking about like, um, you know, and a lot of these like were ones like I photographed, you know, so I saw them. So then I had this idea, okay, and it's a playbill I don't have, okay, but it's my first Broadway, mem first Broadway memory because it was my first Broadway show, and okay. that was, and it's in the introduction to your thing. I went on Broadway <laughs> vault and I got funny uh, girl. Wow. Wow. Now I was in single. I was young. Okay. In single digits. <laughs> Barely, but I was there. Okay. Um, and that was my first Broadway show. And like, it was my first trip to New York. It was like my first Broadway. And it was such a big deal. I mean, it was like, and truthfully, I don't remember, <laughs> you know, truth be told, you know, I don't remember other than I knew that she was like, that it was a big deal, but the, mm -hmm. the whole just experience of coming to New York and going to that show and having her turn into who she was, mm -hmm. you know, and kind of having been there has kind of lived with me. Like it's been a big deal for me forever. You Have know, you photographed forever. her? Never. Oh, well, I, I take that back. Okay. I take that back. I did photograph her once. Kind, I did. I did. And I don't know why she was there, but when one of my first, my first jobs was I was at the, at the Kennedy center. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was a photographer there and she was filming something there, I guess. Like, so I photographed her walking down the hall of nations <laughs> Over and over and over and over again for something that she was doing for television. And I don't know what it was, truthfully, <laughs> when I photographed her. So, but, but going there and, and, and seeing that and, um, and also at the winter garden, the, at the winter garden. And probably we had dinner at Mama Leone's that night because that was our Broadway show. Wow. Yeah. And that whole trip to New York really made me love New York and always want to move to New York. Do you and, guys still have, uh, do you guys still have like Brittany and Joan and Brian, do you guys have a, a restaurant that you go to before or after when you see a show to celebrate? I, we did have a family um, restaurant that we would always go to and it sadly closed down last June. It was called Giorgio's Country Grill on 53rd and 9th yeah. um, and we would go there all the time before before going to see shows yeah so I it's sad that it's not there anymore yeah. yeah we didn't we didn't have one because I I didn't grow up in a, a family where we went to see Broadway shows often my my first Broadway show I saw in 2007 it was well it's not my turn yet but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Take it. It was one ten in the shade with Audrey McDonald. Wow. And it was a big deal. I remember she when I first started learning about Broadway and I decided that I wanted to go to school for musical theater, she was my icon. 
So being able to see her in that show, I mean, it it changed my whole world. And so I mean, that was made possible. what'd you say? So that was your first show? That was my first Broadway show. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And I didn't, I'm at my mom's house, so I thought I'd be able to find the playbill and I couldn't find it, but I'm sure it's somewhere around here, but. That's yeah. a good segue oh, into your uh, your playbill. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Selection. I, I found yeah. quite a few. Well, okay, so let's let's frame this. A couple of days ago, or like yesterday or the day before, Brittany emailed us both and said, "Guys, I'm at my mom's house. I don't have any of my playbills with me, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna see if there's anything that I could find." Right. Uh, and, and I text and Michael. I I'm like, "Oh boy, um, maybe maybe her mom has like playbills of shows okay. that she's seen her in." <laughs> but it seems like she hit the jackpot. I do. I have I have some that I was in and I have some that I've seen either with her or without her. And actually the very first one that I found is the one that I picked. Okay. And it is oh. in the heights. <laughs> nice. Good one. Nice. Uh this was with the original cast. Mm-hmm. So I saw when as Usnavi and, you know, I mean, all of these amazing people. I actually, I'll tell you a secret. I saw this show 10 times wow. on Broadway. 10 times. 10 times, including. And that's a short run. Night. Including opening night, you said? Including closing night. Oh, closing wow. night. Mm-hmm. They had a couple cats, didn't they? They have like a bunch of cats. Oh, happy to show you. Jordan? Wait, who's in that one? Okay. The glare. That's- that would be. Is that the original? So That's Chris Jackson, yeah. Andrea Burns, Patricia Lopez, Mandy, Olga, Priscilla Lopez. Yeah, it was yeah. so amazing. It was. It was all the originals. Oh, here you go. Here's their photos. Oh, there you go. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I can't look at that Lord and yeah. Taylor oh, ad also. Yeah. And <laughs> so many stars before they were stars. So many. Yeah. And, I mean, this show. Between this show and 110 in the Shade, I mean, I I had never really seen myself represented on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And this show, especially seeing myself so many times <laughs> in so many roles, it just, I think that's why I saw it so many times because every time I would go to it and I, I would watch somebody different and I would, I just was like, I can do this. I can, I, there's a place for me here on Broadway. And I'm going to tear up when I'm talking about this. But, I mean, it really changed my whole just thought process about what was possible. And so much of that show is about dreams. It is. Yeah. And I, I mean, I cried every time I saw it, too. So this is typical. But, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So I have quite a few others. But this one, I think Mm -hmm. this is one of my most prized playbills. If you go to the back of the, um, what else was playing at the time? Let's see. (laughs) Wicked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's amazing. Young Frankenstein, Xanadu, which I also saw that year. This actually, I did a pre-Broadway program at at NYU. And Mm -hmm. we saw, I mean, probably like, 15 Broadway shows or 20 Broadway shows during that time. And it was obviously the most Broadway shows I'd ever seen. So a lot of these we actually saw. (laughs) Um, So Passing Strange, 
Hairspray, Legally Blonde, 39 Steps. It was a good time for it Broadway. Was really it was really nice. Spring Awakening. Yeah. Little Mermaid. I mean, Rent. Did you happen to see yeah. – In the Heights won the Tony, right, for Best mm -hmm. Musical? Mm -hmm. Did you happen to see it in the month or, like, right after the Tonys that year? I don't know. I don't have my ticket in here, so I'm not sure. Oh, okay. What yeah. month does it say in the beginning? It doesn't. Or, you know, like, in the second second or third page, it'll say it. Does it say that? Yeah, if you go – um, because it's, like, an issue of a magazine, right? March 2008. I didn't know there you that go. either. So I, I, think it, I think it opened – Around it's either open in February or March 2008. Joan, does it say that in the Funny Girl Playbill? Does it have a date or no? Yeah, it opened. This one opened um, on March 26, 1964. 64. I was going to say 67, wow. but okay, 64. 64. And I saw it in the winter, like Christmas, Christmas oh, that year. That's amazing. And I also saw The Supremes on the Ed Sullivan show. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, I love the Supremes. It was really aging me, but 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 it had it was like one of the biggest ex deals for me. I mean, it was like it was like a bigger world. You know, I grew up in Pittsburgh. It was like it, it meant so much and kind of influenced so much, kind of what I ended up doing and where I went. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it seems like the four of us grew up in areas that Broadway getting to New York was easier compared to others. Like we have Maryland, we have yeah. Pittsburgh. Brian, you're Jersey, right? Yeah, like right, and, right outside of the city. And I was Fort Lauderdale, so all you have to do is hop on Jet Blue, Jet Jew, as we yeah. called it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Jet and just yeah. you know, it's two and two and a half hours. Yeah. So, Michael, do you have a playbill you want to share? Yeah, so I have like eight of these binders. Same, <laughs> same. Big babies. So, all right, this is like from the first, like, I think that there's some new ones sprinkled in here, but this is like from like the first, maybe 25, 30. Maybe, there's probably more in this. There's they're like stuff. Okay, so let's see here. I'm gonna oh, showing the random. camera. Oh, nice. I'm gonna pick it random. All right, I'm gonna do <laughs> this one. Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. Let's do Bonnie. I can't believe Bonnie and Clyde is my first one. Okay. So let's see. I'm going to put this on the floor over here. I, Bonnie and Clyde. So this is at the Schoenfeld. And I was very excited to see Bonnie and Clyde because it was the first Wildhorn show that I ever saw on Broadway and also live, I think, because I love Wildhorn, Scarlet Pimpernel, and Jacqueline Hyde are two of my favorite shows. So this is very exciting. So I was at the Schoenfeld where they filmed the Jacqueline Hyde DVD. Oh, <laughs> was that a childhood uh, DVD for you? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I am off book for that DVD. David Hasselhoff. Colleen Sexton as Lucy, David Hasselhoff. Um, like, yeah, a hundred percent. So I don't know what, I do not know what this is, but it looks like I went to the library. <laughs> Maybe that's your parking confirmation. I don't know. Oh, it looks like I went to the library or some European boy gave me his number. I don't know. Um, 
All right. So where's the date? Jeff Calhoun directed this, who I'm working with on the um, Covenant House uh, Gala, which is in May. So that's amazing. I love seeing names that I'm just like, you know, this was still at a time when Broadway was, it's not that it was untouchable, but it was just, you know, it was still far away. So um, I'm looking for the date. It's usually the second or third page on like where it says the table of contents. Oh, November, 2011. Yeah. And I think it was one of those short-lived shows where it was either you saw it in November or December. And I think it, it closed was. in December. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's Elaine Page, photos of Elaine Page and the roles that she's done. Wow. Um, Cause Folly is the revival of Follies is at this yeah. time. Yeah. So yeah. There's Grizz and Ava, Sunset Boulevard, love it. It's pretty, I didn't know she did, I didn't know she did pee off. Okay, so, um, all right, so we have, yeah, it's, okay, so um, it's Laura Osnes and Jeremy and Melissa. I think he still uses that same headshot, right? I think he actually does, and Joan, he's <laughs> very familiar. And he's going to need to come to see one of us. So <laughs> Claiborne Elder, Joe Hart, Lewis Hobson. Um, it's just amazing. It's just, it's just absolutely amazing because I don't, I didn't see any understudies and um, what else was on Broadway at this time was, I love that the pages are a little yellow. It makes me kind of happy. Um, Kim Cattrall was doing private lives at this time. Um, okay, so on this, on Broadway at this time was, this is 2011, so it was the, it was an evening with Patti Lapone and Mandy Patinkin, Anything Goes, Billy Elliot, Bonnie and Clyde, Chicago, Chinglish, Follies, Godspell, How to Succeed, Hugh Jackman back on Broadway, Jersey Boys, Lissa Strata Jones, which I love. I saw that. I, Bummer. In a I very short that. run, too. Mamma Mia, Mary Poppins, Memphis, On a Clear Day, Other Desert Cities, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Private Lives, Relatively Speaking, Rock of Ages, Seminar, Sister Act, Spider-Man, Stick Fly, Adam's Family, Book of Mormon, Lion King, Mountaintop, Phantom. And I love seeing what was playing off-Broadway at this time. Venus and, Venus and Fur, I was obsessed with, War Horse Wicked. And off-Broadway, Avenue Q was off-Broadway at this time. Blue Man Group, Freckle Face Strawberry, Freud's Last Session, Love Lost and What I Wore, Million Dollar Quartet, Rent and Stomp. Wow. Pretty great. Gave us the full um, rundown. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, that was cool. That, that was cool. Was. And you know, uh, it's so interesting going back through these playbills and seeing kind of like you said, people that you now have worked with or from yeah. seeing theaters that now I've worked in. Hmm. I was going to ask you that. The theaters, because I, re I remember, I remember what these theaters looked like from the house in each show that I've seen and then working on them is so different so like the little mermaid oh. so this was this was sierra bodice's debut debut yeah, yeah i didn't know that until i was quick i was quick it was her it. debut this was, was her debut, debut. Yeah. Wow. yeah it was and i wow. i remember so vividly what that theater looked like and what the stage looked like i, I remember they said that they were like transforming the theater, right? Yeah, and then I made my Broadway debut in this same theater in Motown. Wow. And it looked completely different. Yeah. 
That's amazing. Yeah. I actually really liked The Little Mermaid. Um, I, it's one of the cast albums that if it was a record or a yeah. CD, I would probably have destroyed. I listened to it a lot. And there's this really funny moment. Um, oh, you were so telling I, me about this. Yeah. It's a really funny moment. There's in um, uh, Under the Sea, in the dance break, there's some guy that um, that screams hi in the ensemble when there it's do 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 and you just hear like hi and I've always loved that I always rewind it and I'm always like who is that who is that so Heidi Blickenstaff is um, a client and uh, I love her and then a few months later I get Brett Shuford in the ensemble and um, of of Little Mermaid and I tell him this I go I, I didn't bring it up to Heidi but I brought it up to Brett and I said who is that because it's always makes me laugh and it's very funny. And he literally goes, it's me. <laughs> and he, and he was like, and you know who I was saying hi to, who I said hi to every show, Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the ensemble, I guess they like pass each other in that moment. And he goes, hi. <laughs> it's just so funny that he put it in the recording. And, like and, no, and you're working with Brett right now in Wicked. I am. Yeah. We talk every Friday. I'm talking to him tomorrow. I'm going to bring that up. Uh, yeah, yeah. He'll laugh. He'll laugh. I love that guy so much. But yeah, I'm glad that they put in the cast album. It's one of my favorite things. At this point in the live stream event, we played Broadway-themed memory games. While these games are tons of fun, they're best enjoyed by watching the video format of our episode. If you'd like to see the game portion of this episode, visit My Broadway Memory on YouTube or Facebook. Now back to My Broadway Memory. You guys have been absolutely amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We're for so happy us. to kick this off with you guys. And Brittany. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yes. And it was so good to see you again, Joan. Thank you. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. And um we so, uh will be in we'll be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> uh we we just wanted to, Michael and I are going to announce who our guests are for next week. So, Alan, if you could put that little banner up. Hey, Alan. Okay, so, oh my gosh. We have Barrett Wilbert Weed and Rachel Schur, two besties that um, are on Broadway um, together at the same time. Barrett is currently Mean Girls and Rachel. She just left. Did she just leave? I don't know. I feel like we all so. just left, honestly. Um, <laughs> and but, Rachel's uh, Chicago. Barrett, of Mean Girls and Rachel of Chicago. We're on Broadway at the same time. Um, Rachel understudied um, uh, uh, Roxy, and uh, we have and, uh, so many things to talk about in next next week, and it's going to be so great. And uh, we hope to see a lot of our listeners participate in our hashtag challenge, as we're calling it. Um, hashtag. Uh, hashtag my Broadway memory and don't forget to hashtag uh, Laura's hashtag as well. And um, tag us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you guys are doing things, you could post videos to YouTube and uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at my Broadway memory and Facebook. You guys have been amazing. Thank you so much. I'm in love with you forever. And I can't wait to see you guys in person when this is all over. Me too. <laughs> Until then. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs> hey, 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.